0: A professional engineer and former AEC principal and owner turned AEC coach and consultant. And now, take a break from your never-ending to-do list and welcome Peter Atherton.
1: Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the eighth episode of the first ever AEC Industry Podstorm. 21 straight days of podcast episodes designed to position you and your team for greater success in 2021 and beyond. How can I say this other than to possibly restate that we have been and continue to live in extraordinary times? And if we as leaders and leadership teams aren't doing extraordinary things to connect with and support our people, we're going to have problems down the road. Part of our job as leaders is to be forward thinking. And part of our job is to drive results. But an equally, if not more important part of our job is building relationships. And if we don't have relationships, how can we really drive results? And if we can't drive results now, how confident can we be about the future? Sometimes it can seem counterintuitive as leaders to slow down and to focus on our own health and well-being and our ability to be aware and to stay out in front, like we talked about in the last episode. Sometimes it can also seem counterintuitive to slow down and to focus on our relationships and the health and the well-being of others. But I will suggest that not focusing specifically on relationships and on the physical, mental, and emotional well-being of everyone in our organization today will be counterproductive, specifically because of the extraordinary times we're in and because of how the nature of work is changing. And today I want to focus on the first part of this specifically on the extraordinary times we're in and what we should be doing to engage and retain our greatest assets and build a stronger foundation for the new era. So I want to begin today by recapping some of what we've collectively been experiencing so we don't lose sight and perspective on all that's happening. First, we're living in an actual global pandemic and one that is very much in every major city and small town in the U.S., one that's creating very real sickness and death, now at a rate of one to two Americans every minute, and one whose long-term health effects is still yet to be known. As a result, we have major life disruption, especially for those with school-aged children, and statistically for women in particular. We also have increasing economic disaster. If not for us, for so many others in our communities and across our own country, let alone the world, And it's painful to see so many empty stores and restaurants, and especially painful to see modern food lines miles long. And on top of all of this, we have major political and social division directly affecting families and friendships and causing additional mental and emotional strain. As leaders, we may be in a position less affected, We may have more control of our day-to-day, more information about our future prospects, and more resources to leverage and fall back on. However, that's likely not the case for most others in our organization. And these others may also be in a different life season and may have different life circumstances they need to deal with on top of their work obligations and their career goals. This is a very real disconnect in many organizations right now, but one that can be resolved right away my advice is to get in the front seat and to take the lead in finding out where your people are and let them know that you care. Being passive and not actively demonstrating that you care sends a very different message and one that's likely to undermine our ability to engage and drive greater results both now and post-pandemic. Okay, let's break this down a little bit. Caring leads to trust. Trust leads to a higher level of relationship. And this higher level of relationship can lead to greater loyalty and engagement. The drivers of both near and long-term success. Let me say that again. Caring leads to trust. Trust leads to a higher level of relationship. And this higher level of relationship can lead to greater loyalty and engagement. How do you respond to a task or to a situation or to an opportunity when you know that that person asking cares about you? versus how do you respond when someone asks something of you, but you're not sure that they actually care about you, just that you do that thing? Do you want your team just doing things, or do you want them doing things in the context of a relationship built on caring and trust? Obviously, it's a lot more healthy and productive and desirable for both sides to do the latter. So how can we get there? In order to show you care, we need to first connect. But how we connect is important, just like how we do our work is, as we spoke about in PodStorm episode three on values. Today, it's very important that we connect with empathy. And empathy is simply the ability to identify and understand someone else's situation, feelings, and motives. It's recognizing the concerns other people have. Or said another way, being able to put yourself in another person's shoes or being able to see through someone else's eyes. Let me say that again. Empathy is the ability to identify and understand someone else's situation, feelings, and motives. It's recognizing the concerns other people have. Or said another way, being able to put yourself in another person's shoes, or being able to see things through someone else's eyes. My suggestion in terms of connecting is to number one, make sure you and your leadership team are not preoccupied or consumed with all that's on your plate or fatigued by COVID. We need to stay fresh and stay out in front. And if you haven't already, check out our most recent PodStorm episode, number seven, for more on how to do that. Number two, be present, especially now. Balance your future planning and your immediate production needs with the need to immediately connect with each and every one of your doers and client servers and show them that you care. There's certainly a lot going on. And as leaders, we need to assume that there are physical, mental, and emotional strains and concerns throughout our organization. Number three, commission yourself and depending on the size of your organization, other principles and key leaders to reach out to every person in your organization starting today. And in terms of connecting, we need to start with the basics. This could even mean an updated version of your early March and April COVID playbook. In either case, we just need to ask our people how they're doing and how their family is doing and if they have any concerns now or moving forward. And as part of that conversation, let them know that you recognize and value their efforts and contributions as well as their willingness to connect with you. We are best served today connecting at the bottom of Maslow's hierarchy of human needs and then working our way up. I also want to make the point here that we're dealing with adults and that as leaders reaching out, we don't need to be perfect. We just need to be authentic and we don't need to fear that we're venturing into waters we shouldn't. Our employees aren't going to ask or want or expect us to solve all their problems but they are very likely to be comforted and impressed knowing that we cared enough to connect and to ask and who doesn't want to feel as though they're cared for and belong. It's one of our basic human needs. And why as a leader or as a leadership team, would we want to leave that to chance? Why would we want to run the risk of them feeling the opposite that they're not cared for, or maybe don't belong? There's just too much on the line now and moving forward to demand anything less than all your leaders being fully engaged and connected with all of your employees. If we as leaders are not willing to step up now, when will we? A second pandemic? Another set of converging life and society changing circumstances? There's a huge upside to showing that we care and risks if we don't. There's also a good chance that our proactive reachouts will feed new levels of team insight, organizational awareness, and trust that can help lead to process efficiencies, system improvements, and even some innovation. So in closing out this episode, making it a priority to take the time now to truly connect with all of our greatest assets can pay immediate dividends and is likely to be the key to delivering the engagement and loyalty needed for future success. I'll also put links in the show notes to a couple of powerful podcast episodes, one with Mike Glenn on mental health in the workplace, and a second with Tammy Jordan on change management, both of which I think you'll find very helpful and informative, particularly during these times. And I'll also drop a link in the show notes to a blog that can help us better understand how we can leverage Maslow's hierarchy to create a more engaging and fulfilling workplace. All right, that's all for today. Again, please let us know what you think so far of the pod storm and any other topics you'd like us to cover. I look forward to connecting with you in our next episode. And in the meantime, please take care and stay safe.
0: for joining us on today's episode of AEC Leadership Today. If you want to stay relevant and effective and take your growth and prosperity to new levels, it's time to take action. To learn more about how Pete can help take you and your firm to the next level, visit www.actionsprove.com. That's www.actionsprove.com. See you next time on the AEC Leadership Today podcast.